I got something to talk about. This world is messed up and crazy. How I'm supposed to know? How I'm supposed to show? Afraid you see me, then afraid you let me go. Somebody paid me the way. I'm just trying to grow. Start a fire, let them see the smoke. Angel wings in the streets of gold. Loose change, gotta pay the toll. And it's a rocky road. They try to tell you to stop. They don't want you at the top of the spot. You gotta take you it. Gotta take you it. gotta make it. You gotta break it, chains. Gotta break it, chains. Uh, you gotta break them chains. You gotta break them chains. Uh, you gotta break them chains. You gotta break them chains. You gotta break them. Gotta break them. Gotta break them chains. You gotta break them. Thank you. Hello. I'm here, Ultimate Bachelor podcast, sexually speaking, with At Real Talk with Nina. What do you have to say for yourself at the start? <laughs> Thanks so much for having me on at all that. That's right. U-L-T-B-A-C-H <laughs> if you're looking for me. But before we got on this, we were talking about if you were going to get your own podcast going. Yeah. And you're hesitant. Yeah. And I'm a podcast proponent. Yeah. Yeah. And and you're great at it. Um, well, thanks. You can just say thank you. That's all. I said, I said, well, thanks. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to go into this whole thing about how amazing you are. Well, so it all started when I... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I... I've done, like, I've been speaking, you know, honestly, like, even back in, I mean, going back to, like, my theater days, I've always been a speaker, but what I've learned, You don't say. Yeah, I know, right? But what I love is the dynamics of a, of a, of a dialogue, like, of a back and forth, and so when Amber first asked me on her podcast, her 30s, 30 and Thriving, mm-hmm. and I was Wow, this is, yeah, yeah, up in the background. Yeah, it's a great one. Um, I was like, wow, this is totally different than me just standing here talking. Like, I don't, you know, being up in front of big crowds is one thing. But if, if like, I have content to deliver, that's one thing. But a lot of what I do is so much, it's so individual. It's such, there's just so much more quality in a back and forth. So, um people are like, well, you have to do a podcast. You have to get people on there and talk about this stuff. And and I just have been so hesitant because I don't know what it takes to start a podcast and I don't want to add one more thing to my plate. Um, you know, but start- my argument in that is you're doing you're doing the content anyways. Right, right. And so you're just hesitant about getting the equipment, which is what we were talking about. I could have you set up with that, but it if you're doing the content, like you said, having, you know, a conversation where you're just sitting there talking or you're answering questions for people that are asking on Facebook, because that's essentially a podcast in itself. A Facebook live, right? When you answer questions. Yeah. Which that's where it all started. That's where social media speaking for me started as a random, I kept like over the last however many years, people are like, you should do like a Dear Abby column. Remember that like back in the day when like people would write in anonymous questions and then she would answer them. It was like in a magazine, I think. Um, so they would ask me anonymous questions and I would go live and answer them from my perspective. Like I am by right. no means the sex Why, why do you think people want to hear your answer to sex questions? 
I think because um, I have the ability to see all different sides of something without judgment or having to agree with it myself. So I talk to people all, all the time about things that I might not ever have any interest in doing or something that does not turn me on, but I'm still able to, to understand where they're coming from and never, I'd like to think no one ever feels judged when they leave our conversation, you know? And so, right. um, and I also don't, I don't get into the politics or polarized topics. Like I don't, I don't like drama. I just would rather, I just tell it like it is. And it's usually against what society tells us we're supposed to say. And I think people right. are looking. Hmm. I think, yeah, because you're, I think one, you, you don't speak in just facts. Um, you're speaking facts, but you don't, you're not afraid to loosen up and use the lingo or the not politically correct answer. I think that's where some of my listeners relate to you. In addition to, you know, some topics just aren't researched enough to where um, a professional, I don't know the right word to say, like a professional would address it because they don't know enough. Right. Whereas I think because you're not technically certified or licensed, you're open to talk about whatever you want and say whatever you want, even if it's, I don't want to make that sound bad, but say whatever you want, even if it's wrong, you know, it's just your opinion and that's fine. Right. Right. And, and a friend of mine said to me the other day, um, I said something, you know, I think we all suffer from imposter syndrome at one point or another, you know, especially if we're going out on our own, wondering if we have what it takes to, to develop an audience or, start charging for services. That was a hard thing for me to break through a few years ago, you know, like going out on my own being like, am I good enough to charge for my services? I think that a lot of people that are self-employed go through that. Um, but a friend of mine says, I remember in the beginning, I was like, you know, I don't have, I have a master's in health ed. Um, so it isn't like I'm like off the streets having no knowledge of anything. Right. Uh, but I always tell people, don't be impressed with people's, credentials be impressed with how you resonate with them because you'll have there are people with PhDs out there that I do not feel comfortable talking about this to and there are people that have changed my life with a few sentences that they said and have had barely a high school degree so it's really more about who you are as a person I'm not saying that degrees are not impressive but as far as whether or not and I would tell this to anybody starting out on their own if you have a gift share it a gift doesn't need a credential and so a friend right. of mine was like I'm really happy that you're not a therapist or because she's like I don't know if I feel comfortable talking sometimes to a therapist because I don't want the textbook answer I want right. someone to meet where, where I'm at and you know so that's why I'd like to think that that's what I offer. I'm not here to, to dive into your past. I'm not here to fix you. No one needs fixing. We just need self-awareness and progressive thinking really. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm torn on it. Right. And I think people just don't do enough research. So in that, I mean, 
you probably need both sides, right? You probably need more than just two sides. You probably need to have discussion with your friends on anything that matters that much to you, right? Have discussion with your friends, have discussion with someone like you who maybe knows more, but, um, but can give you more of a real, real answer. And then maybe, you know, either research, listen to a professional, talk to a professional, read, um, all that. So, you know, it happens to be sex is a very, very important topic, obviously. But um, I just wanted to get into that a little bit. And then, so when people tell you, you should start the podcast, like, you know, why are they saying, why are other people saying you should start the podcast? Uh, I think for a larger platform, um, I started and kind of felt super comfortable in Facebook. And and Instagram and, and social media in general is re they're really cracking down on adult content. And as much as I'd like to think that what I'm saying or speaking about is is crucial to human health in general, mental and physical, uh, social media doesn't is starting to really crack down and like shut down um, really large influencers in this space. What do you so what I do you mean? I I don't. I'm not aware of that. Yeah. Am I going to get so, shut down talking to you? What's that? Am I going to get shut down talking to you? No. I spent a lot of money on this, Nina. <laughs> no, first of all, you have a podcast. It's totally different. Um, it's like a lot of the, I mean, there are certain hashtags. Like, So have you heard of shadow banning? No. Okay. So shadow banning, at least on Instagram, is when your account is not shut down. But Instagram, um, which is essentially Facebook, um, makes it difficult for your people to see your account and your content. So mm. they're not going to shut down, and you may not not you may not even know that that people aren't really seeing your stuff unless you look at the, your you know your insights at the bottom of your post. But there are certain hashtags that like I won't use because I know that they'll they'll find my content and and shadow ban me and I won't even know unless I'm paying really close attention to my audience. So like if you hashtag sex or, you know, something like that, you're going to, they're going to, you're going to have a red flag and I don't want that. So I, I need to build a platform. That's why I like public speaking too, is because that's just, you know, nobody can, <laughs> nobody can, can monitor that. You know, if I'm asked to speak at a conference, no one's going to shadow ban me. I'm there, you know? But on social media, really, your content is never really your own. It's it's filtered, it's you know judged. It can be shut down. Like there have been massive influencers that have been shut down recently, and then they have to fight to get back on. Yeah, which is sad, but also makes sense, right? Because it's sad because people should be able to share whatever they want. But at the same time you don't want someone out there sharing the wrong type of information and giving bad advice. And there's no way to really tell you for Instagram to tell who is on the right side of it and on the wrong side of it. So I don't even know how I feel about that necessarily. It's not even just on this subject, but on, on any subject, you don't want anyone out there just spreading the wrong stuff um, and influencing right. people the wrong way. Right. But a lot of it is just, um, like even some of the PhDs that I follow, they're getting shadow banned. These are people who are simply posting 
educational content. Mm-hmm. Like I use a tremendous amount of, of humor in, yeah. in, in my delivery and my, in my content, but um, there are sexologists, like actual PhDs that are getting shadow banned because of their content. And what's worse is that a lot of it seems to be coming down on empowering um, women. So if you have a lot of content on female, you know, sexuality around women and you're, you know, putting pictures up of, you know, the clit and putting like a funny meme or, you know, things about masturbation, it's, you can get shadow banned and it's, it just sucks. I think because the laws lately forget that there's like, there are acronyms or like FOSTA and SESTA or something. And it's basically the laws are put into place to prevent sex trafficking. Mm-hmm. But the problem with that is, I mean, nobody wants sex trafficking. I think everybody would agree with that. But what happened is because of that, all of these adult adult content uh, accounts are getting shut down. There are sex workers that are losing their uh, PayPal account. Like it's shutting them down. Right. They lost their work because of it. Yeah. So I, no, I, get I feel it. like I need a platform that's not as restrictive. Sure. Well, that's good. And you know, I look forward to it if you can get to it and I'll help any way I can. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. So next, um, we talk about sex a lot. Yeah, we do. <laughs> um, but in talking about sex, the people we're talking to about sex should also talk about sex. Yeah. Which leads us to what, Nina? Sexting? Sexting, that's right. Did they get it right? You did get it right. (laughs) Um, So it's it's big. And when you brought up that topic to discuss, I'm like, crap, there's not that much to talk about in there. But as I think about it more, there is. There's a lot to say about it. It's, It's like a culture now in dating. It's a part of dating, Um, especially with with online dating becoming, you know, online and app dating becoming even bigger because it's pushing everything towards electronic communication as opposed to face-to-face or over the phone, um, pictures, all that. So what's, what's your first like little overarching thought when you hear sexting? Like how would you start the conversation? My overall thought is I think it's super hot and amazing and does wonders for a lot of relationships. Um, and, and then quickly comes a second thought, like, but you need to know the do's and don'ts. And that's, I've, I've, been, I've been approached by too many people that have had sexting fail. And it can be, um, on a small scale, upsetting and start an argument with your partner. On a large scale, I've had friends come to me and say, oh my gosh, I sent this picture to somebody I probably shouldn't have, and now they're threatening to put it all over social media or send it to certain people. And so it's awesome, amazing, sexy, hot, in my opinion. There's no like facts about that. Um, but there, there are some do's and don'ts that people really need <laughs> to be aware of so it doesn't yeah. become a bad experience. 
so my first thought is if you're in a relationship where there is sexual activity i you i think you need to be doing it i think you need to be sexting i think it does so many things for a relationship a marriage um whatever yeah i think it builds anticipation i think it's a uh opens the door for communication on a lot of things that we talk about that are tough conversations to have you can send a picture that alludes not not like a naked picture but like a meme or something that alludes to something you want to try or talk about um like you said there's fails like you could say too much but at the same time it's still communicating about what you well potentially communicating about what you want or or would like to try or anything like that i think it's i think it's powerful and that's why i said when i first thought about it i was like oh there's not that much to talk about but it but it does a lot more than just get you aroused for what might happen later that day right absolutely i think you hit several nails on the head there uh it's definitely arousing it's definitely a form of foreplay it's can be a very like a much easier way to communicate with your partner about topics that are that are difficult and one of the things i tell people is to there's a site um that has and i'm sure people that are into sexting probably know it already but um sex.com is a free site where you sex no sex just sex oh sex.sex.com and yep. it's filled with, did you write that down? I don't have to. It's pretty easy. <laughs> um, um, it has um, GIFs or, or GIFs, however you want to say it. Um, it has videos and it has pictures. And you can type in a search term. And I think it's super, super sexy. So if you had mentioned earlier, like, oh, you can send a meme or, or something like that. So the fact that you can send a moving like you know a gif is like you know like a moving little soundless video right so you can find one that you think is hot and send it to your partner and it is it can be very different than just sending words so like let's say you wanted to um you had just a fantasy now we have to remind like fantasy doesn't always mean you want to do it okay so just fantasy. let's say i wanted uh I wanted a threesome. So I would search, you know, male, female, male, threesome, and I can save it. You actually, you actually save it as an image, like a photo, but when you send it, um, it's, it's the actual GIF. Although Instagram, unless you have an app to like decode GIFs, you can't really send ones that you save from a website. But anyway, right. um, you could send that and not say a word and just kind of see how your partner responds. And then what can happen is you get into this like GIF war or how do you say it? I say GIF, how do you say it? GIF, I call it GIF. Okay, so you can get into this war back and forth. I mean, it's a fun war. Yeah. And it's you're communicating your fantasies without saying a word. And you get to see the movements and you get to see like other people and it's really hot. Yeah. I I feel like I feel like I haven't had any fails, so it's it's hard for me to understand 
it's not hard for me to understand. I've heard about it. I've seen other people that do it. I've, not to get away from what you were saying, but the fails, do you, what, you think that's just bad judgment in the people you're sending it to or in the situation you're sending those things in or what? Okay, so that's a great question. All right, so when I say fails, it, it, it could range from anything like sending something to your partner um, or, or anyone, okay? Because the first thing everyone's going to think about it when they think sexting fail is sending a picture to the wrong person. Not like accidentally sending it to the wrong person, sending it to someone you should not have trusted that picture with. I think that's the first well, thing yeah. everyone thinks of. Well, yeah, that's one thing. Yeah. So yeah. like if you're if you're sending, you know, pictures or something to someone that maybe is not your partner or um someone like you have a partner and this is not your partner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it happens. Yeah. It happens. Yeah, for sure. Oh duh. Um and you know, you're, you're flirting and getting that outside affirmation and, and in your head it's harmless. And so you send something and then the next thing you know, it, it can blow up in your face. Like that person can threaten you, that person, especially if you don't know who they are. So you had mentioned like everything's going to electronics. Right. So, so many people, especially on Twitter and Instagram are not always who they say they are. So I had a friend recently reach out to me and tell me that he had sent a picture that was super, super identifying to supposedly a woman on Instagram. And she then turned around and said, you need to send me X amount of money or this is going up on social media. And he called me freaking out. Um, and I calmed him down just by saying, first of all, most, most of the time they won't do it. They're just gonna see who's gullible enough to send them the money. Right. You know? And the other piece too is, is that if they're talking about posting a naked picture on Facebook, Instagram, or Instagram or Tumblr, it'll be removed. So you don't really have to worry about that. Right. Um, uh, but you know, he was distraught and I get it. So yeah, that's, that's one fail. But the other fail could be literally like if it's you're in a relationship and it could be something like you send a picture, let's say of yourself or you send a picture of, you know, a picture or a clip or whatever. And your partner either is not into it and kind of responds like, yeah, no thanks. And it, it, you're like, Ugh, uh, you know, like that's embarrassing, <laughs> yeah. you know, or maybe they don't respond the way you want them to. So like for me in the love languages, I am a hundred percent words of affirmation. 100%. Like all the other love languages could essentially fall away and I would be fine. Nina, I think you're beautiful and great and do and give good sex advice. I don't know why I just thought to tell you that, but what's your husband's name? Matt. Matt. I yeah. hope Matt doesn't do that. But <laughs> Matt is not a words guy. He is not a guy. Well, can we talk about it's getting off track, but can we talk about my theory on love languages? Okay, well, but I don't want you to lose what you're saying. This is about a fail, right? So me learning the hard way that my amazing husband is not overly wordy, for me to send him a picture, um, nine and a half times out of ten, I'm probably not going to get the kind of dramatic gushing words that I'm looking for. 
Oh, that's so a good I'm, point. Yeah. It's so not that he doesn't enjoy it. He's just not over the top. Right. No, he's, um, he's very choosy on where he's, I should say this. He's super verbal where it matters, right? He's, uh, he has words when it really matters. But I've learned that that's not his. Where does it really matter, Nina? For me? Yeah. <laughs> in the bedroom. Oh. Like Very well spoken. Can, well spoken if, in the bedroom. Good job, Matt. If, right. If I can be naked and you still say things like about my appearance, mm -hmm. um, that we're good. We're good. You know, he's not. So, he's not go ahead. Good. Sorry. Go. Okay. Yeah. So he's not easily impressed with the the superficial stuff. Like I, I could come down in like a super, you know, dolled up outfit, my makeup done, my hair done. And he might say, you look at Dave, like, that's just him. He's not, it doesn't, his mind is like, I married you. Of course I think you're attractive. Well, I don't understand. And I'm and in my head, I'm like, not everybody's going to find people attractive for their whole life. So we just have different, you know, yeah. different ways of looking. Um, I've said this probably on several of my podcasts, but my theory on love languages, which makes a lot of sense based on what you just said, is that I think you re you like to receive to and you like to give to, and those aren't always the same. And I think more often than not, those two aren't the exact same. Like one may overlap most times, but but I don't feel like they always is you receive the same two that you give which makes it tough right because you're talking about i like to probably give acts of service for sure and uh quality time is probably the other one i give i think i say because i'm busy so like if, if i'm giving you my time like that's a big deal to me whereas i like to receive call uh physical touch and I'm starting to like words of affirmation more and more, but I think it's quality time as well. Like, I don't want someone to do something for me. I don't want you to buy me a gift, but I will do something for you and I want you to appreciate it. That's why I'm thinking words of affirmation is working their way up. But, yeah. but, but yes, understanding the other person's love language in sexting is actually big. And I didn't think about that until now and that's why I gave my explanation because if you do understand what they appreciate the most like they may not want a picture they may want you to type them something yeah and yeah. then when and then when we talk about fails I think um I think the fail that people make and I any advice I give on sexting is don't send anything that isn't asked for and it can be hard to get to like who asked for the first message to go that route. Yeah, that's tough, but don't, I, I'm never sending a picture that someone doesn't ask for. And then I hate if, and I'm not I'm going around sending naked pictures <laughs> that often, but um, I can't, I can't remember the last one I sent. So I'm, I said that often because I didn't want to incriminate myself in saying that I never do, but um, well, actually, I think you could just go to my Instagram and probably find more than enough, but, oh, wow. Um, but I think that's the, that's the thing. Like when, and that, 
that's to the fail of sending something and them not appreciating what what you sent not that's not fixing you know sending it to the wrong person but like you hear all the time from girls saying guys just sent them a dick pic out of nowhere and it's like they don't think that's sexy but some girls do think that's sexy and i'm sure it's when they ask for it yeah i've i've yet to meet um a woman that craves dick pics from random men um well, they also haven't got one from me, so well, they, 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 do, they don't know yet. They but would probably start creating it easily 24 hours a day. I mean, if it was, clearly. <laughs> I can't, I'm going to have to edit that out. I can't believe I just said that. Um, yeah, I agree. But, but you know, the flip side is, is this, it's more surprising than you'd think at, like, some girls just like to send pics unsolicited. And it's like, why are you sending me a picture right now? Like, I mean, it can be sexy, but at the same time, it's like, that's a little over the top. Like, I'm, we're talking about what kind of dog you want to adopt. And then there was a period of time I got nothing from you. And I know why they're doing it. They're doing it for attention. And they want, they want those words of affirmation back. But I think that can backfire too, for sure. It totally can. Um, and the other thing with sexting fails, and this has happened to, and it makes me so sad, is, and again, no one's immune to this, so I can tell you both sides from a female and male perspective, because I've heard from both, but I've had females who send pictures of their pretty pink parts to people mm. they meet online, and because the guy is not emotionally invested in her, nor does he respect her or know her or care how he treats her. He proceeded to really say some negative things oh, about wow. her. Um, to her? And she, uh, to her via, via text, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it was, it was devastating to her. And um, so she reached out to me to kind of walk her through it and it was tough and it breaks my heart and in the same breath again men are not always the bad guys guys can send unsolicited dick pics and the girl could be could say something really derogatory you know really nasty too Um, but i think you nailed it alex when you said don't send a picture unless it's somebody asks for it right you know you also don't know where they are what mood they're in uh, well i i don't i don't necessarily think a random picture is the worst thing ever right i don't think that but what i'm saying more along the lines of to know what they want in that picture right oh, yeah yeah Does that makes sense because like like there's certain parts of a woman that i like more than other parts so anyone that would knows me that would be sending me a picture like to send me something other than that part is going to not get the same response so if you're wanting the maximum response then making sure i can see this part of your body is um obviously going to get you the best effect and i think that's with every guy right some guys are into this part other guys are into that part some guys are into toes i don't know Get a pedicure and send a random pic. Don't worry about it. 
right? Uh, you, I actually total like ADHD moment here. I had, I did a, I had got a pedicure once at once. I'm super low maintenance, Alex. So I think I've had like six pedicures in my whole life. Otherwise, I do it on my own. But I did an Insta story, and it was like a boomerang of my of my feet. Yeah. And um, I made the mistake of hashtagging. Um, I forget. I forget what it was like. Girl, I, I don't remember. What it was like girly feet or girl something. Yeah not realizing that people search for hashtags yeah. <laughs> and i got a couple messages that day um for requests for <laughs> oh yeah girl show me them feet yeah. <laughs> which was super flattering because i love words of affirmation but yeah change change that paint to pink and it's on right <laughs> right yeah <laughs> And so I was like, look, I'm super flattered that you are using my Insta story as spank mag material, but um, that's about as far as it's going to go. I'm not going to send you customized videos of my feet. Although words of affirmation, I was flattered. That's what they wanted was custom. Wow. See? Sexting win right there. (laughs) Right. I got my words of affirmation. You did. I didn't send any bad pictures. And... I was I was good for the rest of the <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Um, the other thing is obviously and that can be a fail too. It's not just pictures, but it's also, you know, what you're typing into a message and and how that comes across and where you're at in a relationship. And I say relationship loosely because you don't always have to well. There's probably just as much sexting outside of relationships as there is in it. But um, it's the same thing. You can send too much in a message and turn the other person off. But a well-crafted message like can get you exactly where you want to be. And like, how do you get there, right? And there's probably not an answer we can figure out on this call, but... I mean, like, how do you get that started if you're, you know, in the mood and trying to get them in the mood and all that is is a big question. So I have some guidance. Um, I think it's really important to literally, if you're going to text your partner or whoever. Yeah, we'll say a partner because they're a partner in something. That's true. That's true. To say something like, hey, what's up? What are you doing? Find out immediately where they're at. So, for example, my husband teaches at an elementary school. Yeah. So, most likely, during the day is not the time I would ever send him a picture, right? Yeah. So, find out where they're at, what are they doing, and if they say something like, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm just hanging out in my room, whatever. Naked. Kind of flirt. doesn't have to go right into sexting and be like, right. you know, oh, mark, you know, with a little devil face. I mean, emojis right. help, you know? Oh, I think they're vital because I mean, you're going to make off flavored jokes and right. um, you're going to push the limits a little bit. Like sometimes you got to throw the little angel in there or <laughs> like you said, the purple devil emoji. Trust <laughs> um, me, this is not my first rodeo here. <laughs> oh, no. The, the, perfect time to use the crying laughing face the angel 
the purple devil, the angry face, um, the smiley face, the little hug one, the one that has the hands. Ooh, that could be used for a couple of things, actually. Um, and the one with the tongue out and then the drooling one. Yeah. Which I keep it pretty, I keep it pretty honed in though. I'm usually just purple devil, angel, crying, laughing. I'm not going outside of that much, but I'm just going off of, or the peach emoji. There's that one. Oh, the eggplant. I'm, I'm not a big fan of the eggplant. Why not? I don't really need to, like, we know what we're talking about. I don't really need to like put a visual to, to a male instrument. Instrument. Yeah, instrument of havoc at times. <laughs> well, so many ways. If you think about it, it's it's. If you're thinking with it, you're probably gonna get in trouble. If you're doing the wrong things with it, it could hurt. Also, gets you in trouble. There's nothing good. I, I was I was just about to say there's nothing good that comes out of that, but. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this is a good episode. Thank you, Nina. <laughs> What's your final thoughts? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Okay. Oh. I'm glad we were able to get there together at the same time. <laughs> Which brings us to finishing with your partner. Try it. Same time. Oh, load it, load it, load it. All right, like, what other topic can you have this much fun and this many innuendos? Like, I don't understand. Yeah, and you can do that because, like we said at the start, you're not held to any specific no. standard or whatever. So, anyways, yes, emojis, back on topic. Right. Emojis are, I think, help uh bridge that gap of feeling out until until you get to the real down and dirty yeah yeah and then that's when you start like sending the the gif gifts <laughs> yeah the there's that or once again understanding what that person likes right because if you if you've done some research you know hands on there or communicative research and knowing what turns that person on staying in that lane or at least until it gets they take it to the next step it keeps you safe too right. keeps you out of those fails yeah i i think that sometimes you know if you're you have to also decide what your what your goal is by sexting right so if it's you know i just want to let my partner know that i'm in the mood so when he or she comes home you know we can get at it or it could be I really want to let my partner know that I'm into this, but it's too awkward. So like, I'm going to keep in the back of my head that if this starts to go the way I want it to, I might kind of like keep upping my game, everything I send and, mm -hmm. and then hit them with this picture or this, you know, this gift and, and see what he says. I mean, there have definitely been times where I found out in a really um, ego protecting way, you know, what a partner was into or not simply mm -hmm. by you know sending you know sexting well yeah i like it i mean like it said I'm glad just a huh 
No, no, I'm just saying, like we said before, just a way of opening the lines of communication. Um, I was just going to say something along the lines of what you were saying. Um, up in the game. Oh, another thing about it is that it's sometimes tough is if it's someone, you know, a partner, whatever you want to call it, where you're sexting, but you don't end up seeing each other in between sexting sessions. It's sometimes tough to keep the conversation where you want it. Because you, I mean, you could, you could start a conversation and then the next time you have it, it could be the next day, it could be later that day. They couldn't be, they could be in a different situation, like you said, and or a different mood to where I think that can hurt some people's feelings. So for example, we're having a sexting conversation now. Uh, okay. I got to go to a meeting. After the meeting, I try and pick it up where it's left off and you're not into it anymore. I think that hurts a lot of people's confidence because, I mean, you can sense that. And it's like, oops, yeah. did I say the wrong thing? Yeah. Should I have sent eggplant emoji <laughs> when I sent the crying laughing face? <laughs> I went with the purple devil and it totally failed. It totally failed. I should have gone angel. Right. Yeah, I agree with you. And I'm not sure how to get around that. Um, again, other than just checking in so like if, if you and I are having a sexy sexting conversation now and then you like you said you have to go to a meeting and then it's a late night and you go to sleep and then tomorrow for me I think what would be safer is again just to start the conversation even if it's like hey like how was your night and right. if, you're, if he's like oh it was great you know like oh last night was really hot you know and then just kind of like yeah. and if he was and if it goes yeah it was you know and then starts talking about, you know, his dog. And I'm like, okay, you know, abort mission. <laughs> right, for sure. Where where does this lie in your advice to any clients you have? Like, is this a tactic? I, th I feel like you've said that before. Like, this is a tactic you suggest people trying to spice it up. Absolutely. Yep. And, and I at the risk of sounding redundant, why? Um, I think it's a less, I think most couples don't talk about what they really want to talk about out of fear of rejection in the moment. Mm -hmm. or judgment. Whereas I think sexting is, it almost puts like a middle man in between the two of you. So it's not as scary and you can use, you know, it's also a way to kind of take time to think. Whereas if you're in the moment, you're yeah, talking dirty, which we should be totally need an episode on that. But like, if you're in the moment talking dirty, you don't necessarily have a lot of time to respond. And there's always that, like, <laughs> he says something or she says something, and then you go to respond back and you're like, what the hell did I say? You know what I mean? Right. Um, but with texting or sexting, it's kind of like, if he says something and then you're like, oh, all right, I can like plan my response, you know, I, right. can, add a, I can add a movie, <laughs> you know, um, whereas in real life, that can be hard. Yeah. How do you think, and we're not going to go into it, but how do you think talking dirty is a whole nother episode? Like what, what are some of the different parts of that, that there, that there are, that there is to discuss? 
because I'm like, okay, you're either talking dirty or you're not. I think that it's like a <laughs> subsection of sexting, isn't it? Ish. Ish. Um, I get a lot of both men and women that say, oh, I wish my partner would just talk dirty to me. And I was like, all right, well, when's the last time you asked him or her? Oh, I, I always bring it up and they always say that they feel stupid. So it's not right. that they're into it. It's that they don't know how. They don't know how to talk dirty. And so I've done a video on this. Um, and there's some, again, just like with sexting, there are things you want to think about before you start. And there are ways to figure out what your partner is into you saying and what they're not into you saying. Um, so I think that's where it, and there's all different types of dirty talk. All different yeah, you've seen Trainwreck, right? Yes, is that with Amy Schumer? Mm -hmm. One of my favorite movies. I think it's actually one of the best comedy oh. movies ever. Did I see Trainwreck? If, if you <laughs> haven't seen Trainwreck, that I don't even understand. Like, how you qualify yourself to talk about sex <laughs> without seeing that movie. I feel like I might've watched it on a plane traveling for work, to be honest. I, I, I do like not want to speak to you again until you've seen it. I don't want to text. I don't want an email. I don't want a DM. <laughs> We're definitely not doing a podcast until you see it. First off, I, I mean, it's not even just my opinion. I think it literally is literally is in the top 10 funniest movies of all time like if you go google that i feel oh, like I top 10 comedies sorry i feel like i saw it on a plane i know but the way you're saying it means that you don't know it well enough for this conversation did i disappoint you oh uh, yeah you did Quick, tell me something nice so you can build me back up again because my words of affirmation. I have nothing for you until you've seen Trainwreck and understand it. No, um, no, I'm actually serious though. I really feel like you need to watch it before we talk next week. I feel like I have. I'll, I'll Google it after we're off and I'll, and I'll see. No, I'm sure you have. But what I'm saying is there's so many sex stereotypes that are like she does it on purpose. I feel like that. Um, that she attacks in that movie, like sexual stereotypes and misconceptions and all that. All right, I'll refresh my memory when we're, when when I get off, and then you know. It, well, yep. there's a there's a scene where she wants her boyfriend to talk dirty to her, and it just doesn't go well at all. And you would know exactly what I mean had you watched for understanding. Okay. I really wanted to say that. Watch for understanding. <laughs> <laughs> for research purposes. Right, for sure. No, I'm. you need to watch it, and we'll actually talk about that movie on the next episode because, there, like I said, there's a lot of sex stereotypes in there that, um, you know, would be interesting topics to discuss. Okay. On both sides, girls and guys. Okay. Yeah. But... For now, I think we probably are good, right? Why are you smiling? Because <laughs> I gave you homework? Because <laughs> you just gave me homework, yeah. Well, you don't just get to show up here, Nina.
my homework is more hands-on for these conversations you need to go do some research okay you carry on with your hands-on homework and leave me with the experimental hands-on ex- uh trial and error mm-hmm. more trial than error but that's to be expected <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, ma'am. What what about uh, like a final wrap up to this conversation? Just take proper precautions with sexting, and in a world of electronics where any nothing is private, I wouldn't send anything identifying. I wouldn't, even if it's your partner. Like I don't. If I were to do it with my husband, I still wouldn't. So like I wouldn't have my my wedding rings on. I I have a tattoo. I wouldn't have that in the picture. Like I'm that neurotic about it. Well, yeah, I think you should definitely take your face out of it if it's if it's that revealing. Like I I mean, it's I'm torn because I think sometimes that can be really hot. But if if you have any doubt, you should definitely take like you said, take the identifying things out. Well, and it's not even that it would be intentional. Like it could be, I mean, how many times have you texted the wrong person by accident? I have, luckily it hasn't been anything bad, but who's to say that if I send a picture of me completely naked head to toe that my husband wouldn't accidentally, you know, (laughs) forward it or I mean, crazier things have happened. So it might not even be intentional. It's just, there's too much room for human. I I can't believe you believe that. Oh, come on. He meant to send that to his friend. Well, then, no wonder why his friends are befriending me on Facebook. I know. Look at what I'm working with. (laughs) Good job, Matt. I can't believe she fell for that. (laughs) It's it's an old one. It's a classic, but still still relevant, apparently. Um, Okay. And I agree. I mean... I think it's so it's I'm torn because it is so important and it really is so important to like the sexual culture now um, and, you know, the sexting culture in itself. Um, I am. You obviously have to be careful, but I, I hate to tell, you know, say anything that gets people away from it. So, yeah, be careful. Know who you're sending it to. If you have any doubt, don't. Um, but at the same time, like, you know, learn about it. Use it as a tool. So that's where I'm at. I agree. Well, good. We'll Got talk soon. Me. We'll talk soon when you're more educated on American history. <laughs> right. American history, yeah. Yeah. I'll get on it now. Train wreck? That's history. Ameri- past American pastime at this point. <laughs> All right, we'll talk soon. Thank you. And it is at Real Talk with Nina. You can find her with that on uh, Facebook. Are you on YouTube now? Weren't you trying to get that going? Yeah. So YouTube, Real yeah, Talk with like Nina. Right. What's that? I said, yeah, a lot of like our podcast I put up there too. Oh, good, good, good. So, all right, well, talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Bye.